0: Blog Talk Radio, bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC Media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show.
1: Good afternoon, dear listeners. Today's guest is Isabel Oliver Marcus, who is currently in a breakthrough role as the character Allison on NBC's... Emmy Award-winning hit drama, This Is Us. Now, Marcus Hills from uh, San Antonio, Texas, and she also uh, attended the Arts and Language Charter School in Bonham Academy. Another interesting thing about her is that uh, she has uh, actually been living in Los Angeles and... As I said earlier, Hales from San Antonio, it was actually uh, the winner of a drama teachers association of Southern California monologue, which she performed entirely in French. Yes, indeed. Okay, so before I bring her on, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and talk a little bit about um how you can become a guest on the show? You can actually become a guest by contacting me at William400 at yahoo.com. You can actually find me on Facebook if you uh, look up the handle uh, William uh, dot T. Dot pal. And also out at Facebook, we have a uh, inside acting. Radio show listeners and guests group Which is is going pretty strong right now We've got um, about 1,400 members And we're doing uh, very good there Yes, indeed, yes, indeed uh, You can also go out and uh, to Instagram There's a lot going on out there at Instagram And if you go there, the... Actually, the handle out there is uh, William Powell 8796. Yes, indeed. So, what I have to do now is uh, see if I can go ahead and make a call and see if we can bring uh, Isabel on the air. So, we'll go here and make a call. All right, folks. Good afternoon. All right, is this Isabel?
0: This is Isabel.
1: All right, welcome to the program. Thank you. All right. All right. So I've heard that you've uh, won a Shakespeare monologue competition which you performed entirely in French. Uh, which monologue <laughs> did you perform?
0: That's right. It was a Catherine's monologue from Henry V, and it was about her learning to speak English, but she's, she's French, and so she's speaking French the whole time, but sort of learning individual English words like fingers or the fangers in Catherine speak.
1: <laughs> wow, that's amazing. So has learning multiple languages uh, helped you in your acting career?
0: I think certainly, I think, um, you know, anything that you can put on your resume um, as sort of a special skill or whatever, it, it opens up other doors for you. But it also, you know, the actor's instrument is themselves and their own body, but it's also true that the actor's instrument is the words of the writer. and um, And I think it's an important ability to understand how words fit together and um, how different people use words. And so by learning a different language, you just get different perspectives on, on the use of words and the use of language. Um, and it's just fun. It's just, it's just good fun um, that hopefully you can use at some point in your career.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, when you started out, did you visualize yourself on national TV?
0: Um, I think I visualized myself doing whatever came to me. You know, I started really young. I was 12 when I came out to Los Angeles the first time and got my agent. And so I knew that I wanted to do this basically for the rest of my life. Um, but I didn't know necessarily what this means. And when you're so young, you've got so many other things on, on your mind that, um, that you don't it's hard to sort of put into perspective what the future looks like and what um, the rest of your life means. And so, so I think that I visualize I, like any little kid um, in their dream job, I definitely visualize what sort of the top of, of the dream looks like. Um, but I don't know that it was sort of a solid image um, until later in my career when I started to think about what um really means.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So you, you play uh, the character Allison on This Is Us. And um, so how many times did you have to read to get that role?
0: Um, I had one audition that I sent. I sent in a taped audition because I was actually in Texas when I got – Uh, the audition. So I sent in a video of myself reading the sides and then I flew out to Los Angeles uh, after they pinned me and I had a chemistry read um, that Monday and I got the role on Tuesday. So I only read for it twice.
1: Wow, that's amazing because there's so many actors that have to read at least 15 to 20 times just to get an under five scene on a show. I mean, I, I can't even, that's like so unusable.
0: Yeah. You know, I think that they were, um, you know, I was working, but there was a week between when I got the audition and when I was working on set. So it was sort of a last minute thing for them. So they didn't necessarily have time to do 15 reads, but it's also true that, you know, um, my first, my first episode, I wasn't speaking, and so they had a little bit more leeway to, um to work with. I'm excited about the prospect of in future, at least going through the process of sort of a of a series regular audition process because I've never gotten to go through the audition and the callback and the chemistry test and the screen test and the meeting with the producer, you know, and. Um, that sounds like a fun experience that I haven't gotten to do yet, uh, and I look forward to it.
1: Fantastic. So describe the typical day on the set.
0: Um, there's a lot of waiting uh, <laughs> because, you know, you get to set uh, at call time and then you wait in your trailer and then they take you to the makeup uh, makeup trailer and then you go back to your trailer and you wait there and then you are ready You put on your wardrobe, and then you get into your wardrobe, and then you drive over to the to the actual set, and then you wait for them to be ready to shoot, and all of that good stuff. But um, all of that waiting is also filled with so many nerves and excitement, and um, you know, so it doesn't really feel like waiting. It feels like like sort of a horse. Before the gate is open, you know you're sort of like pawing at the ground, like ready and rearing to go. And I'm sure that at some point I'll learn to be able to do homework or, or schoolwork or um, read a book in my trailer. But as it is now, I I'm so amped on so much excitement and energy that um, I can't really focus on anything else but the next step in the process.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. So. What's been family and friend reaction to your character, Allison?
0: Um, So good. My dad, you know, my dad and, um, and his side of the family live in Texas. And so they actually get the show uh, like three hours before it because it's 9, 8 central. So they're in central time. So they're both 2 hour two time zones over and also they get it an hour earlier so i got to facetime with my family back in texas they had a big party um and i got to facetime with them as they watched it so i watched myself 3 hours before i watched myself um and it it was an incredible feeling it every time they've done that you know they've had a party basically every time i've been Uh, on screen and it's such a good feeling even miles and miles away um, there's so much joy and happiness and everyone like screams when I come on and it's such a good feeling I know that there's so many people out there who um, who don't get supported by their family in the way that they would like to and I and I can relate in some way you know I don't know that it's such a abstract dream until it's not until it's a concrete thing and I think a lot of people, they didn't doubt me, but it is it's hard for people to wrap their head around Um, but now that it's become a concrete like here's what it actually looks like for Isabel to be an actor um, I think people are throwing themselves behind it 100% and it feels so incredibly good to have that kind of community Um, and I don't know if I could do it without, I'm sure that I could, but I, it would be a much rougher road to try to do what I love to do without um, without the people that I love telling me that I can.
1: Yeah, family support is, is so critical. I mean, that uh, I know that uh, growing up, I mean, you were very much into uh, working with different costumes and things like that. So talk about your, your, your early life, like when you started out, I mean, some of your favorite roles and how you developed your craft.
0: Yeah, so um, my mom likes to say, people ask, like, how long have you been an actor? And, the re- like, really pursuing acting has been, like, six years. But, um, but I used to go out in the – my mom had collected this costume box um from like thrift stores in her own time you know she was an actor for a little bit and she did various different things so she had a bunch of costumes and she would buy costumes and so i had like three bins full of costumes and they were my costume box and i would go out into the backyard and put different ones on and tell different stories and so i think i've been a storyteller and a performer for basically my whole life um In terms of, like, acting specifically in that kind of performance, that kind of storytelling, uh, my school, I I did plays when I was really, really, really young, but again, like, the younger you are, the less concrete things seem. Um, So really it began when my middle school, or my elementary school at the time, got uh, got a theater program and a theater teacher, and we put on a play we put on Alice in Wonderland and I got cast as the Queen of Hearts and it was like the feeling of my giant red dress you know I'd been playing with costumes my whole life so This was just another costume I got to put on Um, giant red dress and clumpy black heels and the lights on my face and the people watching me and the words coming out of my mouth. You know, again, like language is so important. And the Queen of Hearts gets to play with such great language because originally it was a great book. And so she's, you know, off with their heads. And I did a whole character voice and I really went for it. And it was that feeling that I was like, whoa this is incredible. I want to do it over and over and over again. Um, So in many ways, like that's my favorite role because, uh, because being so young, you just go for it. Like there's no, there wasn't any risk. There wasn't any concern that I shouldn't or couldn't. Um, And so I, I, it kicked in my love for acting. And then um, at the same school, I did several other plays. I played aunt, Sponge in James and the Giant Peach I played a character called Raja or, or Raya I'm not actually certain how it's pronounced It's been a long time um, hmm. But uh, in I Never Saw Another Butterfly um, She's the last Surviving member of a Nazi Concentration camp uh, So hmm. dark um, And uh, Various other things The Ghost of Christmas Present in uh A Christmas Carol. And then uh, at the same time that I was doing all these plays in school, I was working on moving out here to Los Angeles and auditioning. And I got an agent um, my first time out here, and they sent me on various different auditions. And that has been getting to start the audition process so early in my life and in my career I think has been really important for me because I've reached a level now where my confidence in the audition process is a lot stronger. And I know that if I hadn't had the opportunity to be going out on such important auditions and, and such great opportunities, even as a novice, um, the audition process is such an important one to build. Uh, Yeah. A lot of actors, it's their least favorite part of the job.
1: Um, yeah. So let me stop
0: you there. So yeah. like
1: now you, there's two different skills. I mean, acting and auditioning are two different skills. So which, mm-hmm. which are you better at and why? <laughs>
0: um, well, they are, they are two different skills, but they hold um, a lot of the same, a lot of the same characteristics. You have to do your research. You have to do your word work. You have to memorize your lines. Um, I don't know that they are two different skills. the, audition process the audition comes so much earlier in the process than the actual acting you know and so so for like a tv show you audition and if you're on the show for 11 seasons the character that you the the amount that you've allowed the character to ruminate is going to be so much different than when you had that audition you know 2 days later than when your agent sent you the sides so I think it's just an earlier step in the process and so it requires you've got to imagine what that character will be like 11 seasons later. Um, but I think for me I've become more confident in both. I don't know that I am better at either one. Uh, I, guess, I guess you'd have to ask the casting directors. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's you just start you just start the process of building a character and and you you do the text evidence and then wherever you are in that process is where that character is in their arc when you go into the audition um but yeah, there are certain things you dress like the character and you speak like the character and you do the very basic levels of character um for the audition. And then the next, the chemistry read or the, the callback, you're farther along in the process. You just keep building.
1: Right. Hmm. So now when you go in there, do you go in as the character?
0: Um. There's a lot of different schools of thought on this. I've more and more come to realize how close a character is to yourself. Um. And you're obviously not playing yourself and you're obviously not in exactly the same circumstances, but you do have to, um, find, you have to find yourself, um, and be where you are and then, and then bring in the given circumstances and, and find the character from there. So they're, they're actually really similar, but I've heard a lot of people say, you know, if you're playing a character with an English accent, you should go in with the accent on, until you've run through the scene and then you can slip back into your, your native accent or whatever. Um, But I think it's just whatever is going to make you the most confident when you're, when you're doing it. I think it's, however, you, I've got a lot of different feelings. I went out for one recently where I put on quote, the character, Really, I just put myself in the given circumstances um, and in the mindset of the character, like before I even got the car to drive to the audition. And sometimes I will take a moment to arrive to myself and, and not really be in the character until I've started the words of the character. It's, it's, whatever, it's, it, it's whatever is going to make you the most confident in the sides at that moment. Um, and whatever reads right to you at the time Every character is different, every audition is different, every style of show is different, or, or a movie or whatever is different. And you just have to find what is best at that time.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you like watching yourself on screen?
0: Um, oh my God. I've I've gone through different Steps of this. I did like a couple of music videos and I loved watching myself in the music videos. Um, I think partially cause I was able to like pull away from, from the visuals and also listen to the music at the same time. Um, and then I did one, like last year, I did a short, like a student film at my school and I hated watching myself.
1: I hated it. I had
0: to close my eyes the whole time. And I was like, I've never felt this way before. Um, And, and now, and and then I sort of was like, no, do it. Watch it. You're going to be going to a bunch of premieres. And, you know, you, you're going to have to do this for the rest of your life. Just suck it up. And so, um, and now I... I don't like or dislike it. You know, it's easy for me to get wrapped up in, Oh, I should have done this. Oh, I should have done that. But it's also fun for me to like watch myself and think about, um, how incredible my hair is because the hair department on the show is so great. And like, Oh, I remember where the light was coming from on this. And so sometimes if I get self-conscious, I'll just go back to the technical aspects of the shooting of the scene. Um, but but also I enjoy watching the character work. Uh so so I don't really have any attachment either direction anymore. Uh I had to get myself out of that.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um what other roles have you auditioned for lately?
0: Well, I, you know, I can't, I'm not sure how much I can tell you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have auditioned for, there was a week, a couple of weeks ago, where I had like six auditions in one week, and there were a couple of taped ones. um, And I had a a very different set of characters um, in very different styles of show. Um, I went, I can tell you, I went to the Disney lot uh, twice that week.
1: Oh, nice. to audition, Nice.
0: So, um for very different projects. So, I don't know how much I can tell you about the projects themselves. Um but but that that's a that's a little tidbit. I was on the Disney lot.
1: Oh, nice. Very nice. Okay. <laughs> well, good luck with that one. And uh how do you Thank keep you. your instruments sharp?
0: Um you know, I was just talking about this with some my mom has a friend whose son thinks they might want to be an actor, Does, uh, whose son wants to be an actor. And um, we were talking about how, you know, again, your instrument is your, yourself, is your body and your voice and your face and everything. Um, it's an actor's job to stay healthy, um, to sort of, yeah, wait, be able to wake up in the morning and feel as good as is possible to feel given, oh, it's allergy season, or, oh, you know, I, I got food poisoning last night, whatever it is, um, you have to feel as good as you can possibly feel, um, because you have to be ready for anything at any moment. Um, so I, I just, it's hard as a young person to recognize that it's a visual business and recognize that you need to keep yourself healthy and keep yourself looking quote a certain way but also you know stay as down to earth as possible and not drive yourself crazy so I just try to clean and stay healthy and I mess up a lot um and then I have to forgive myself for it um but whatever if you just have to be aware that you're making a choice and if you make that choice and you wake up and you regret it later then you learn from that mistake um you know I I do dance classes I try to go to the gym um but but it's a process it's a process to learn how to be a human being and it's even more of a process to learn how to be an acting human being so I'm working on it but I haven't figured out the secret sauce just yet
1: Hmm. are you big on uh, doing a lot of vocal exercises?
0: Um I went to a musical theater school uh in Texas where I'm from, Northeast School of the Arts, and uh, a <laughs> little plug there. And
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I and so we sing and before you sing, you do vocal warm-ups. I it is incredibly important to work out your voice, and learn to use it, Um, and I have done so, and again, for me, it often depends on the character, before, before going on set, I often will do something to warm up my mouth or my face, Um, but before an audition, I might or I might not, I, it depends on where I am at that moment, and how stressed out I am about getting into the room, (laughs) Um, so I'm big on doing what you need to do to be be as confident as possible and sometimes i haven't and regretted it later and sometimes i have and thought well i didn't really need to do that but um but i do come from a place of sort of a classical theater like warm up the body warm up the mouth all of the ridiculous <laughs> things that you see in movies i i am a person who is who does that and is into that. Uh, but not always, not as consistently as maybe I should. Whoops.
1: <laughs> now, I'll get better. Okay, so what <laughs> words of wisdom would you want to leave uh, aspiring artists?
0: Um. Oh, my gosh. I think just go for it. Lean in. Um, because because you're really I think a lot of people think that they risk something if they don't jump in and I'm I'm a very cautious person I'm not very much of a risk taker um except for you know upending my whole life moving out to Los Angeles and trying to get into one of the hardest businesses in the world um other than that I'm not much of a risk taker (laughs) so I I understand what it's what it is to be hesitant and what it is to be afraid to jump in. But, um, but I'm, I am giving you permission now to go for it because you're honestly risking more if you don't. Um, I think that anyone who jumps in and, and jumps in and gives it time just continues to work for it. Longevity and persistence. Anyone who gives it those things, um, something will come of it, and it'll be good for you. Uh, and, and and maybe your definition of sort of making it changes over the years, and that's okay. Let it change. You don't have to be famous to be happy, and you don't have to be happy to be famous. Um, but but don't not go for the gold um, just because you're afraid, because uh, because that's no way to live.
1: Well, well said. Well said. Well, uh, you know this has been a, a a wonderful, wonderful interview, Allison. I mean, uh, Isabel. <laughs>
0: oh, I <laughs> take I really... it as a compliment that you used my character's name. Honestly, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I really enjoyed speaking with you. Uh, just thank you, thank you so much for your time.
0: Thank you. I enjoyed speaking with you as well. I I appreciate you wanting to talk to me. Thank you so
1: much. Absolutely. Okay, well, you have a fantastic day.
0: You too.
1: Okay, goodbye. Bye. All right, folks, uh, before I hang up, I want to thank uh, the good folks at October Coast Agency, including uh, Kate and also Clint Morris for helping set up this interview. And, you know, they've got some fantastic uh Talent over there at uh, October Coast—they uh, got uh, Alexander uh, Delarma, director of uh, one of the best indie films so far out this year, *Fear, Love, and Agoraphobia*. They have uh, Richard Hock- Hockman, the male lead in uh, *Barty*, uh, I'm sorry, *Bus Party to Hell*. They've got uh, Richard Neal, the star of the new indie hit uh, *The Prodigy*, and also Bill Sorvino of the Sorvino family. He's got a new movie out called uh, Who's Jenna? So hopefully, if all goes well, I'll be able to have some of these fantastic guests on the Inside Acting Radio Show. And once again, uh, you can find me in Instagram, uh, William Powell, 8796, uh, Facebook, William.t.powell. And I'm everywhere. I'm uh, out at Twitter. You can find me out there. And I just want to remind you guys out there To do something for your career every single day And break a leg Have a great day
0: Under the dark you find me Hold my breath Take me down I won't fight beat of my heart you drum inside me somewhere my death makes a sound no one can find out.